The best defense is a good offense. General George Patton in the Second World War would often say that as he was leading his troops to reconquer Europe. The strongholds and fortresses in Sicily, in Italy, in Germany. He would talk about how no matter how strong that man-made defensive structure is, an army that's mobile, an army on the move, an army that's on the offensive will eventually always overcome it, given enough resources and enough time. The best defense is a good offense. On this feast day of Peter and Paul, we have this very familiar scripture to us from Matthew 16, where after Peter's confession in Jesus' divinity and that he is the Christ, Jesus says that upon Peter he will build his church and that the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. For a long time, I always took this passage putting the church in the defensive, meaning that even though the church goes through time and is persecuted and has to endure many, many struggles, that all the attacks of the enemy, the attacks of Satan, the attacks of the world, will not be successful. The church will be able to bear them all and to survive until the end of time. And that's true, that the teachings of the church are true and they will endure and that Christ will never let his church completely vanish from the earth, no matter how small it might get. But really, this word that Jesus uses about the gates of the netherworld actually puts hell in the defensive position and the church in the offensive position. The gates of a city are the place that an army would attack in the ancient world. If you can bust through the gates then you can take the rest of the city. The gate was the strongest point besides the walls, reinforced with archers and soldiers all around, cauldrons of boiling oil, whatever it was in the Middle Ages. The gates are the point of defense. And if an army can get through the gates, if it can be successful against those gates, the rest of the city is going to surrender. So we should also think of this about the church actually moving against the gates of hell. The church being on the move. The church being the one who is going out and confronting evil, confronting the evil one, and confronting sin. And no matter how strong those gates look, the gates of the netherworld are no match for the power of Christ in his church. The place where Jesus is speaking this is in Caesarea Philippi, And this place had quite the history in the Old Testament. This was a place where many, many pagan gods were worshipped. They even had little niches in the rocks and the caves with different idols at the time of Jesus. People would come there to worship the gods of Astarte and Moloch. Horrible sacrifices done there. It was known, literally, as the gateway to the underworld of these undead gods, these undead ancestors who ruled in darkness at the base of this mountain, the base of Mount Hermon. It's the place of the dead. It's the place of the netherworld. And so right here is where Jesus asks the beginnings of the church, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, not just that he's one of the prophets, but 
that you are the Son of the living God. All these idols, all these gods, they are dead. They're from the netherworld. They're nothing compared to the true God of Israel. You, Jesus, are the Son of the living God. You are life itself. You're the anointed one. And Peter is given that faith, of course, by the Heavenly Father. Saints Peter and Paul, these brothers united in faith, united in love, they shed their blood for Christ. They both died in Rome. Peter by being crucified upside down, and Paul by being beheaded. As they lived out their mission to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, they were not on the defensive. Yes, they had to endure many different shocks and tribulations, shipwrecks, stonings, many brushes with death, certainly. But they were always traveling to where the Spirit was sending them next. And they knew that the gates of the netherworld would not prevail against the gospel of Jesus. Friends, we are called to imitate their example in our lives today. We're called to be a church on the move. Missionaries that are bringing good news to foreign lands and people right next to us who have no idea who Jesus is who are seeking to go from death to life. They may have been living in the realm of the netherworld in their sin, in their isolation, in their despair. They're waiting for someone to proclaim to them the faith that the Son of the living God is with you. He fights for you. He will deliver you from every darkness and every form of death that you may have experienced in your life. May Peter and Paul pray for us and our parish today that we might be on the offensive. Our enemies, not flesh and blood, not fellow human beings, but all the spirits of darkness who seek to crush the church and seek to stamp out the name of Jesus from this world. They will not succeed. They will not have the victory. The gates of the netherworld will not prevail against the church. You, brothers and sisters, are the church of God. You are the saints living today. Take this gospel, take this good news, and go out. Go on the offensive. Go to wherever the Holy Spirit sends you. Proclaim that Christ is risen from the dead, and he has saved us in the Father's love.